Welcome to Female Founder Fridays. I'm your host, Lindsay White, and I am incredibly passionate about female-owned small businesses and how they impact our communities. I love talking with women who are business owners and are truly passionate about what they do. Female Founder Fridays is all about uncovering what's made them successful, what inspired them in the first place, and also where have they encountered failure or hiccups along the way and what they've learned. I hope you enjoy listening as much as I do hosting these conversations. Hi, welcome back to Female Founder Fridays. I am Lindsay White, and today I have with me my good friend Nancy, who is the owner and creative designer and female founder of Blondie Baskets, one of the coolest local little companies, and I absolutely love them. Thank you, Nancy, uh, for coming to talk to me today, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to have a really great chat with you. Well, thank you so much, Lindsay. I'm super excited to be here as well. Um, I love the idea of Female Founder Fridays and being able to share some conversation and stories with each other. So yeah, I'm super excited as well. Awesome. Awesome. I uh, I just want to jump right in. I want to know what, like, what was the inspiration behind Blondie Baskets? Where did it come from? Well, um, so... Interestingly, I have always loved to make gift baskets, which I feel is like a very nerdy statement, but literally I have always loved to make baskets. And it was something that I had been doing for a long time. So people would have an event and I think, oh, I'm going to make a gift basket for that. Um, and so a girlfriend of mine who uh, was a realtor at the time, she knew this about me and she was had sold a home and she you know, came to me and said, Hey, would you like to make a gift basket for this family that just brought this house? And I was, I said, Oh yeah, I'd love to tell me a little bit about them. Um, and so she told me about the family. And so I essentially curated this gift basket for this family, um, based around, you know, the information that she had shared with me, which was really great because, you know, as a realtor, you spend so much time with your clients and it's really all about relationship building. And it really makes people feel special when you know, these sort of intimate, special details about them or their family. And so um, that's sort of how it all started. They loved the gift basket. Um, and she essentially said, you know what, just, you should start a business. And I thought, you know what, I should start a business. So I did. I should just um, start a business. Completely on a whim. Um, <laughs> there was no, um, and, and I think that's just sort of, you know, I, I'm kind of that way, like I'm more of a sort of a big picture thinker, the details, you know, are sort of sometimes not as important to me. Yeah. They become more important later as you move forward. Yeah. Um, but initially, I was just really in love with the idea. Um, and it sort of just morphed from there. But I think what has always stuck uh, with me and this company is the idea around the importance of relationship building yeah. and connection and um, listening to people's stories and really becoming a part of their experience, like on yeah. both sides, right? So it's the person that's giving the gift and understanding the reason why they want to give it or the situation the person's going through or, you know, whether it's a happy occasion, a sad occasion. Um, and then the person on the other side, because I feel like as I'm creating these gift baskets, it's like, I, I know this person and I'm creating it for them based on the things that they love. 
And then people's responses when they receive something that has been made especially for them based around the things that they love. um, It's just, it's really powerful. Like I really try to make at least like seven or eight people cry a week for sure. And it usually happens. I love that that's your goal. No, but I do. I love that you want people to feel so incredibly touched that, that it brings tears to their eyes. Yes, absolutely. That's beautiful. That's That's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Um, So we were talking a little bit before because one of the biggest myths about being an entrepreneur and starting your own business is that you have to quit your full-time job first to actually do your business. And that's not the truth. You haven't done that. No, not at all. In fact, so um, I have a full-time job. I uh, work in healthcare. And so um, I, and you know, interestingly, I had previously um, been involved in a network marketing company for several years. And literally that experience um, really actually changed my perspective on all of that. Um, And maybe I would have quit my full-time job, but I knew from, you know, trying to build a business in another um, arena previously that like, that is probably the worst idea. Um, You need to make sure that you have, (laughs) you know, (laughs) income, you need to have income coming in to support your business. You require capital. Um, You don't have to have necessarily a ton of capital, um, but you need to make sure that your bills are paid. You need to make sure that, you know, with my full-time job now, I have benefits, great pension. Those are all things that you need to pay for for yourself when you are your own, you know, sole proprietor. And so, um, yeah, it's complete. It's about finding time in the pockets of your day to build and network and create relationships. And, um, you know, people say to me all the time, do you ever not work? And the answer is no, I'm always working. Um, But I find that there's such a great balance because I'm doing something that is creative, that I love, that makes me happy, that it doesn't feel like I'm working 24-7. It feels like I'm working when I'm working, my my regular job. But um, with this, it's really more just about like it brings me so much joy that it doesn't feel um, like work. So it's about finding that balance, I think. Yeah, I love that. When you do something you love... It doesn't feel like work. When you do something you're passionate about, the energy just continues to flow, right? Um, yeah. That's that's when you know there's magic happening. So I think that that is super, super cool. Um, Nancy, I know that in your business and in the creation and curation of these baskets, that you really focus on local, like things that are here in Calgary, partnerships with other small local businesses. I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think I've always been, um, I understood the value of, of connecting with local businesses probably right from the beginning. Um, and so I think I've spent the last, you know, three or four years, we'll be coming up four years in May, um, really taking the time to reach out um, to other small businesses, um, to connect with them, to figure out ways to um, showcase their products. And of course, you know, when the world sort of shut down last March, yeah. um, you know, I shut my business down for a period of time, um, you know, working in healthcare, that was the focus yeah. of um, my work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we were all hands on deck from that perspective. And then 
you know, running a gift basket company at the time didn't seem to be the right thing to do. Um, and so then, uh, you know, probably six to eight weeks later, um, I had an epiphany and I thought, you know what, I've spent the last three or four years um, building up these relationships with other small business owners, um, trying to include their products in my basket. And this is the perfect opportunity for me, so my company as a vehicle to share um, others' products. So it's not not just about how can I make my business survive or how can my business survive during this time? I had the opportunity to actually help other small businesses continue to survive during this time. So by purchasing, using all local products in my gift baskets, and I, I've been, and then now it's like, it, it was great because yeah, I was helping these small businesses. Um, it was making, you know, putting a really important, um, unique spin on the baskets that I was making. Yeah. Um, so it was like mutually beneficial. Yeah. Um, and people are so in love with local right now. Yeah. It's like, couldn't have been, you know, more serendipitous. I think it was just perfect, perfect timing. Um, and I've just managed to create more and more and more, um, stronger relationships with all of these local business owners. And it's wonderful. And we all support each other. Um, and I think it's interesting as well, because, you know, I don't have any, I just like supporting other small business owners because I feel like it's the right thing to do. Um, I don't get paid to do it. I don't, you know, do sponsorship. I don't do any of those things. It's just about like, how can I help you build your business too? Right. And so that, that's kind of my mentality with it. So yeah, it's just been really amazing. Um, and now people um, are just like, that's what they want to see. They want the local, um, you know, and it, I think it really adds actually to the quality um, of the baskets as well. Right. So totally. I'm not putting in kind of cheap, like, you know, made wherever kind of products. It's like local someone put their heart and soul into this. Yeah. It's a small business, supporting local economy, all of those things, right? So supporting someone else's dream. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's what I was hearing as you were talking is like, there is so much love in each one of these baskets. There's so much thought. There's so much heart not just Nancy's heart, but all these other businesses that she's linked arms with to create yeah. something that is really unique, really special, really thoughtful. I, I love that. I love that. And you've added some other stuff to your repertoire. Cause I know I just placed an order with you last night for something special. Yes. So, okay. So this is now, I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, is this another new business? Is this a third business? Um, so yes, so I, um, you know, again, so people are looking for, um, new ways to enjoy being in their home. Let's just put it that way right now. Um, and so I have, again, actually prior to, um, you know, March of last year, we don't even, you know, he, he who shall not be named March of last year. Um, (laughs) I was actually working, um, had partnered with, um, a yoga instructor, a great friend of mine, um, and a small AA friend as well. And we were doing these amazing events called Unwind right? Um, at the yoga studio. Okay. And so we were doing this combination of hip hop yoga flow with these 
beautiful grazing tables and then the you know the sommelier and the wines and whatnot so these events were very very popular of course you know events are not happening now but from that so I was loving making these grazing tables I'm sure um, you know when things start to open up again that's going to be another whole branch of you know something that I'll take on but in the meantime um, I'm making these beautiful charcuterie boxes Um, and I know they're not I have a friend actually she's a mutual friend of ours but would probably um, die if she knew that I called them charcuterie because she says, they're not charcuterie, they're like cheese boards. So they're cheese boards. Um, but anyways, I market them as charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, they look beautiful. And, I think they look great. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, with those, like I like to do a lot of, I like to include a lot of local um, products in those as well. So I get a lot of my meats and cheeses from some of the local Italian markets. Um, and it's great. And also, um, like for Valentine's Day this year, we're doing these wonderful, um, I have one of my local bakers um, from our neighborhood. She's doing um, chocolate dipped strawberries and these beautiful, you know, heart-shaped sugar cookies. So it's like still trying to keep that local vibe and feel, um, but making these delicious boxes and people just absolutely love them. I have repeat customers. Like I'm sure. A lot. Yeah, it's great. So people love them. And I love making them because it's like food art. It's beautiful to me. It Food art. That's totally what it is. I love that. That is absolutely, it's it's food porn, right? Totally food porn. Yes. Yes. I love it. I love it. I really, I really, like your baskets are not only beautiful, but they really evoke incredible feelings. And um, I appreciate that they make, bring people to tears because they are, they're just, they're so lovely and heartfelt. Um, I really love that. Um, So here's my question. You're just about to go to your fourth year. Year three was a bit of a rocky one, you know, as for all of us, but like, what, what have you learned? Like, what, what do you, what, what have you learned along the way here this last few years? Well, I'm going to have to say that, you know, every, every year, I just think back to that, you know, one of the first, one of the first years that I opened and I was making, you know, hundreds, hundreds of gift baskets at Christmas and, you know, these large orders and trying to be super creative about, you know, the contents that I was putting in them and trying to stay local and all those things. And, um, so I've learned, you know, things like, um, Try to use non-perishables as much as possible, right? So yeah. don't buy $800 worth of donuts that are going to go stale in one day and then re- need to find an alternative. <laughs> um, yeah, things like that. So those kinds of lessons. Um, delivery is um, kind of a nightmare. Mm. Uh, that's definitely a lesson that I've learned. So now I actually have um, helpers that help me with that, um, which is great because it gives me some time to actually focus on um, you know, the networking and marketing pieces of my business. Um, I think as well, like I sort of knew, uh, we were talking a little bit about this earlier, but I sort of always knew in my heart that this was going to be successful. Like there's never really been a moment where I've thought, is this going to be successful? There's been moments where I thought, can I keep going? Should I just quit right now? Like I've had this, I've, you know, I'm, I've, I've been successful. Like, can I keep going? Right. Should I keep going? What is that going to look like? Yeah. And so 
I don't know whether or not that sort of stems, like if it's more of like a self-doubt thing or if you're a success or whatever the case yeah. may be. But I think that, um, you know, I have always known in my heart that this was yeah. going to be successful. And so I come yeah. from that place. Um, I tried to form, um, I use my intuition. Love that it. might sound crazy no. as a businesswoman. No. I use my intuition um, as a woman and I connect with people that um, share my energy, my enthusiasm, my love for people, uh, the good vibes. Like that yeah. is how I choose who I do business with. Um, and whenever I get, if I have like one little feeling like, oh, I don't know about that. Um, I just don't do it because yeah. I just know, I know immediately when someone, you know, cause oftentimes people will come to me with, um, you know, ideas and say, well, you should do this or you should do that. And I'll know immediately. Yeah. No, like, it's like, there's no question. It's very black and white for me because I just mm. follow my intuition, which is probably no. not a well-researched business practice. However, uh, no. it works well for me and my business. You know, I, so, so, so a couple things that you just said. So first of all, I think actually having and knowing your intuition and being able to listen to that internal compass, I think actually that's critical. I think it's critical, especially when you are a solopreneur, when you're doing it all by yourself, when you're the chief cook and bottle washer right? Yeah. Like Nancy businesses yeah. like ours, we don't do analysis. We don't do stats. I mean, geez, I'm like cash flows and P and L's and right. Like we're still small enough that we don't, you know, the money comes in and the money goes out. So we don't yeah. have big analyst, you know, we have, we don't have business history, right? So we do, right. we have to trust our gut. And actually I, I know personally, professionally, when I've made a decision that I felt in my heart was right, I've always been going in the right direction. And when I've done something and I didn't have that gut check feeling, it's always gone to shit almost immediately. <laughs> so I Absolutely. totally, I totally there's get no doubt. Like, right? It's true. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it's exactly, you're exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly how it is. Yeah. So I think it's actually, I think, I think sometimes in our corporate jobs, we're kind of trained out of that. Um, and the truth is actually, we really need that. I think it, it's got to be a piece of our toolbox. It's not the only way we make decisions because, you know, then we'd be running around like chickens with our heads cut off, but we really do need to be able to tap into that at the most important time. So I love that you brought that up. And I also love that you brought up that there's been moments where you've had that, that inner voice that's been like, should I be doing this? Is this, is this the right thing for me? right? Like that, that inside, yeah. that critical inside voice, it can kind of play tricks on you sometimes. Hey. Yeah, it totally can because I, you know, it's just, um, it's it trying to balance that knowing that, you know, that inner knowing that I was talking about is like, I know this is going to be successful. How can it not be, you know, it's based around my heart. I, yeah. I'm doing things for people. I'm trying yeah. to help. Like it's all sort of that, you know, helping love. I would call it like heart center business. Yeah. I don't even know if that's the terminology, no, totally. but that's what I like to refer to it as. Yeah. And so I'm, I just know I'm like, how this can't fail. It has to be successful. Um, but then it's like, it moves you into a new place around mm -hmm. success. And if you have questions around success, you know, success in anything, yeah. I think we're, you know, like at the core of 
many or if not all of us is like that little piece of self-doubt inside of you that says, I don't deserve this. Yeah. Uh, you're not good enough. Yeah. You're not, you know, and it's like that little beast comes onto your shoulder and says, oh, just, you know, you, you just, you, you, you think you're doing great, but oh, I just need to remind you that actually you're not good enough to do yeah. this. So, yeah. you know, go back in your corner and then that's when you need to be like, okay, you need to stay in your own lane, self-doubt. Yeah. And I'm doing this. Yeah. And, yeah. and almost you just need to like move forward blindly, like just put, like move forward, push forward with your passion. Love it. And just like, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of the best way I can describe it. Sometimes I feel like, am I crazy? Like, no. is this crazy? Is this crazy? What am I? No. But no. it's not. And so, you know, I guess the the worst thing that can happen is that I can say I tried and it wasn't successful. But I could also say I tried and it was wildly successful. Yeah, I love that. I'm writing that down. Push forward with your passion. That's just beautiful. That's really beautiful. So many of the female business owners that I coach, um, that's what, uh, that's one of the biggest roadblocks. That's one of the biggest things they struggle with is that, that critical inner voice, the saboteur that it does, it literally wants to sabotage you. And, And for some of my clients, it gets in the way of them really stepping into what they're brilliant at and really talking about this is what I am. This is my zone of genius this is what I'm awesome at. For some of my yeah. clients, it it prevents them even from starting their business. It, it just holds them back completely. So I love that, like, just push forward with your passion, do it blindly, do it because your heart says you can do it. Cause that voice is yeah. in there too, right? That voice in there that says you got this. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful, Nancy. You're giving me the chills. That's so awesome. I love it. I love it. Just push forward. Um, so, uh, and I'm. This may be a little um, trickier question, but like, what you know? Where did you really screw this up? Like, have you really fucked something up along the way that you you could wish you could fix or go back and tell yourself something different? Or what? What would that be? You know what, there was not, there's nothing, not been really anything that I, that hasn't been fixable. Um, I think probably, um, so I guess, you know, speaking about moving forward blindly and, um, and I, maybe blindly is not the right word, but, you know, moving forward with passion and enthusiasm, you know, sometimes there's details that go overlooked. And so I think, um, one of the, well, and if I, I don't know if I, I, if I can share this story, but probably one of the most difficult days um, in my business where, thank God, one of my closest friends showed up with um, a ahi tuna bowl and some champagne because I was just crying the entire day, um, was I was, you know, so going about my business and doing all of these great things and um, realized that I was actually um, distributing alcohol illegally. I had no idea. I was just throwing bottles of wine in gift baskets and thought, this is amazing. I love wine. You must love wine. Let's just distribute the wine. And so, um, I ended up getting a call and, um, from a very stern inspector, um, indicating that I had been reported and, it was devastating. Oh, I was no. like, I was horrified. I was, I just cry. I cried but like most of the day. Um, and I really felt like, um, 
this was like, yeah, I was just totally devastated because first of all, I would, you know, I was like, I would never do that. I, I would never break the law. I was going to say you're a criminal mastermind. Oh my God. I know. I'm anyway. So (laughs) I felt awful, but so, but it's like the great thing that came out of that. So, um, actually just yesterday, I am now officially fully licensed. Yay. Um, yeah, for that purpose, which is great. Um, and so the great thing that came out of that, and this is honestly, again, through um, the help of my friend who came by with the salad and the wine and said, here, I brought you your favorite things. And let's talk about this. And, um, and so that was great. And, and really, it was like, this is my opportunity to level up because I had to become legit. Yeah, I had to get a business license. I yeah. had to get my other licenses in place. My like, I had to level up, and so it was like, this is your opportunity. This is the universe pushing you to say, hey, you need to like become legit, and this is how we're gonna make you do it is by making you cry today, but you're gonna it's gonna push you to a place where maybe you never would have gone, and so that's how I was able to sort of spin it. Um, to just say, you know what, universe, like, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. I can stop crying now. And now I just need to move forward and take the steps. Okay. I love that. I really love that. What was a bit of a, a bit of an oopsie. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, inspector. I just ever so slightly violated liquor laws here in the province of Alberta. Yeah. Oops. Totally. Um, oops, I did it again. Um, but yeah. I love <laughs> I love that that translated into you stepping even more boldly into this is my business. I am legit. I got the papers from the city to prove it. This shit is real. Yeah. This is real. Yeah. This is a real legit yeah. biz. This isn't just Nancy's basket out of her, you know, front living room. This is the real shit. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pretty amazing epiphany for sure. That is really cool. That is really cool. So, okay. So what does 21 look like for you? What's this, what's this year? What is it? What's going on? Well, I just, I just got the whole shivers when you asked me that. Um, I'm just going to keep growing and expanding. Um, I have people um, from, you know, other cities reaching out, friends saying, hey, can we expand your business across, you know, Canada to other cities? And of course, um, I have just given over the power of wrapping my baskets (laughs) to other people. So I'm not sure I'm quite ready to share my entire business model and strategy. However... Um, I'm just going to keep creating, um, beautiful partnerships. I think that this new, um, official wine distributor, um, licensing is going to be a huge, um, it's going to open a lot of doors, I think, which will be great. Um, I hope I can go back to, um, events. I am, um, you know, again, Prior to that day, back in March, uh, I was working at collaborating with a girlfriend of mine um, on a company called Local Girls YYC, where we were going to be featuring lots of local um, 
companies and whatnot. So like same kind of idea, right? So yeah. in the meantime, um, you know, she had a baby and we connected recently again. And I said, well, I've actually made about 30 new business partners since we last spoke. And so this is good. Maybe we can move forward with that. Um, I'm just going to keep like pushing forward and just taking the opportunities as they come and making, you know, building an income, a legacy, a company um, for my son and for our family and just to be comfortable. And um, yeah, I'm just going to like enjoy the ride and see what happens. I'm totally open to whatever the universe has in store for me. I'm really excited. I just know it's exciting because it gave me chills when you asked me that. I love it. Okay, good. I'm glad. That is so cool. Um, Yeah. 21 is going to be an interesting year. And I think I love your approach. Like, let's just be open. Let's see what comes. Let's just, let's, uh, let's just figure it out. I, I love that. I love that. And I really, I really love spending some time with you, my friend. Thank you so much for being my very first guest on Female Founder Friday. Um, it was really cool to talk to you. Well, thank you for having me. And may I just say that I am super, super proud of you for doing this because I think anything that we can do to lift women up and female entrepreneurs, I mean, we have to do it. This is our opportunity. So I'm super proud of you and very grateful to have been given the opportunity to be here today to chat with you. Yeah, I always love our time together. I love it. I love it. Well, and we're going to post in the show notes all sorts of information about how you can find Blondie Baskets and my dear friend Nancy. Um, if you need a <laughs> charcuterie, and we use the term loosely, um, if you need loosely. a beautiful customly curated basket, Um, we're going to put all that information up for you so you can find her. Um, and, uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch you in a couple Fridays for another female founder who will be chatting with us. Thanks so much, everyone. Bye for now. Wow. What a great story, uh, from my friend Nancy and her, uh, organization, Blondie Baskets. I absolutely love the way she seeks out and builds partnerships with other local businesses. I think that's the kind of thing that just strengthens our communities, strengthens our small business sectors, um, and it really helps everyone feel really great about how they're contributing, what they're buying, and how that adds value uh, in our own community. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I love chatting with Nancy and hopefully we'll see you next time for Female Founder Fridays. I'm Lindsay White. Thanks for joining.